We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Uh, I may may not say it as often as I should. I appreciate this audience. I really do, and it is such an honor and privilege to be your host every um, afternoon. I have a story in front of me that is heart-wrenching and yet very encouraging at the same time. The abortion battle here in Ohio is really, really, really going to heat up in the next two months. This coming November, in the general election, we here in Ohio are going to be voting on without any question whatsoever, one of the most radical abortion proposals in all of America. And it's sadly ironic because Ohio has been known as primarily a pro-life state. Um, All of our statewide elected officials for many years have at least alleged that they were pro-life. Some of them, well, you know, John Kasich said he was pro-life, and then came his second term. Uh, Mike DeWine is clearly pro-life. Our Attorney General, our Secretary of State, our State Treasurer right now are solidly pro-life. Our Republican Senator, J.D. Vance, is solidly pro-life. Ohio is known as a pro-life state, and yet there is a very real possibility that the people of Ohio will approve, pardon the repetition, but it's true, one of the most radical pro-abortion, anti-parent Pieces, well, it's not legislation, it's an amendment to the Constitution. Abortion up to the day of death and the destruction of parental rights will become an actual part of our Ohio Constitution if Issue 1 passes. Is it possible in a predominantly pro-life state for such an issue to pass? Yes, it is very possible if the pro-life people do not do their job in getting the word out and getting out to vote. Now, I said all of that to get to this story. It is the story of a 35-year-old woman who um, 
contracted cancer. Uh, she was scheduled for breast reconstruction and further cancer treatment. She had been disease-free for several years after her cancer treatment. Uh, her oncologist thought that she was finished with the cancer. She was in the clear. And then she became pregnant. Shortly after she became pregnant, well, about six months after uh, she found out that she was pregnant, she was diagnosed with cancer again. This time, the cancer was a rapidly progressing cancer. Her uh, oncologist told her she had to start radiation and chemotherapy immediately in order for her to have any chance of surviving. But if she started the radiation and chemotherapy, her unborn baby would not survive, and her oncologist suggested to her in the strongest terms to have an abortion. Her oncologist told her because of her physical condition the baby not, might not be born safely anyway. Uh, if she would undergo the chemo and the radiation, it is possible that her life could be saved if she would simply choose to abort the baby. Well, she chose life for the baby. Let me read you part of the story. She chose life for her baby. During the last part of her pregnancy, without the treatment, her cancer went wild from the increased hormones of pregnancy. She delivered a normal baby, but died within weeks. Now, the pro-abortion people would look at that story and say, She should have gotten rid of the baby. She had a chance to live. She had no idea what the future would hold for this baby. She had no idea. But this woman loved a baby that she had not even seen yet so much that she was willing to sacrifice her own life in order to give birth to her baby. You look at that story and contrast it with the hundreds and hundreds of stories that we hear where a woman decides to abort her baby because a baby would interfere with her college education. A baby would interfere with her profession. A baby would interfere with her future plans. A baby would interfere with her social plans. A baby would interfere with her dating plans, and on and on and on and on. Where a woman, a mother, loved herself far more than her child, whether it's an unborn child or not. She loved herself more than her child and takes what she thought was the easy way out. And, of course, we know with the psychological problems that women who deal with abortion after the abortion, it is not 
in any way, shape, or form. It is not the easy way out. But we see women constantly make this decision where they put their self above their child. We who are truly pro-life, are we pro-life enough? I think that almost any parent that I know of would willingly lay down their life for their child. But we are living in such an age of narcissism. The overwhelming majority of abortions are not conducted for the health and the safety of the mother. They are conducted purely, purely for the convenience of the mother or the potential father. This woman's And in reading the story, there is every indication that she was a believer, that she was a Christian. What a reward this woman has already received. She's in heaven, and she has the knowledge of knowing that she gave life. I pray that that child will honor the sacrifice that his mother made. It's an incredible story. All right, we're going to take a break. My number, 877-BOB-LIVE. Stay tuned. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live. Again, thank you for joining me. Speaking of life and the fact that unborn babies are real human beings with a completely unique DNA, uh, the liberal left is trying to do everything they can to dehumanize an unborn baby. Uh, And they're even going as far as equating an unborn baby to a piece of broccoli or a lump of coal. You say, what? Nobody, Nobody could be that cold. Nobody could liken an unborn baby to broccoli or a lump of coal. Yeah, they are. Uh, This past Sunday on Inside with Jin Psaki. Remember that name? Jin Psaki was the press secretary for President Joe Biden. Well, on her program, uh, Inside with Jin Psaki, Uh, She and some guests were discussing a Republican strategy session where Republican pollsters were trying to, uh, well, they were trying to change the narrative concerning pro-life. I'm going to chase a rabbit here just for a moment. 
there is a huge movement within the Republican Party to soften the stance of Republicans on abortion. Uh, all, all the way up to former President Donald Trump. Former President Donald Trump has said publicly, you know, maybe we made too much out of abortion. Maybe we shouldn't talk so much about abortion. If you uh, watched the Republican debate a few weeks ago, Nikki Haley and others said, yeah, you know, we've got a moderate. I'm pro-life. I just want you to know I'm really, really pro-life, but we can't be radical about it. Maybe we should agree on 15 weeks. We just can't go too far. Well, a group of Republican strategists, along with some pollsters, were trying to soften the pro-life stance of the Republican Party. Uh, They were trying to make it more, shall we say, palatable to the general public. So, as a result of this Republican strategy session, they decided maybe the Republicans should no longer refer to being pro-life. They should start saying they are pro-baby. That would be more palatable, more acceptable. Pro-life has become offensive. So why don't we start saying, instead of saying we are pro-life, we are pro-baby. Well, that's what spurred Jen Psaki, the former President Biden press secretary, to compare babies to broccoli and a lump of coal. You say, Bob, are you serious? You can't be serious. Well, let me read the quote to you. Again, remember what they're talking about. Uh, Republican strategists trying to make the pro-life issue more palatable by turning from pro-life to pro-baby. And so Jin Psaki said this, and I quote, I hate to break it to you, But if you call broccoli candy, it's still just broccoli. If you tie a really nice bow around a lump of coal, it's still coal under there. Yeah. Talking about babies. Talking about being pro-life or pro-baby. I hate to break it to you, but if you call broccoli candy, it's still just broccoli. If you tie a really nice bow around a lump of coal, it's still coal under there. And she wasn't finished. She said, quote, The branding isn't the problem here. The policy is the problem. Okay, now what is the policy they're talking about? Saving babies. Honoring life, understanding that an unborn baby is fully a human being, that's the policy. So with that in mind, let me begin the quote again. The branding isn't the policy, the problem here. The policy is the problem. It is hard to roll out an effective rebrand for a product that customers Hate. Let that sink in. In case you missed it, let me repeat the quote. In fact, let me begin at the beginning of the quote. 
I hate to break it to you, but if you call broccoli candy, it's still just broccoli. If you tie a really nice bow around a lump of coal, it's still coal under there. The branding isn't the problem here. The policy is the problem. It is hard to roll out an effective rebrand for a product product that customers hate. The former press secretary of President Joe Biden says that the protection of unborn babies is a, quote, product that customers hate. The product is saving babies from Planned Parenthood and other abortion facilities. But you see, Democrats on the left get absolute piles of money and logistical support from these operations. I just... It is hard to imagine the coldness of heart from the far liberal left. Okay. People disagree on the abortion issue. I get that. But even a person... And, and, and let me just point out the, the dramatic change that has occurred in the last 30 years. The liberal democratic left used to say, well, we don't favor abortion either. No one is for abortion. No one supports abortion, but sometimes they're necessary. And so therefore, they must be safe but rare. Remember that? You used to hear that all the time. Safe but rare, safe but rare. We acknowledge life, and we honor life. We don't want abortion, but sometimes it just has to be. That has changed dramatically. There was a time when even liberal Democrats said, okay, we may disagree on abortion policy, but all of us honor life. At least we agree on that. We don't agree with you on abortion policy, but we agree with you that life is precious. We don't even agree on that any longer. An unborn child is now like a piece of broccoli or a lump of coal. Think about that. All right, we need to take the bottom of the hour break. We'll return. 